And welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is the lovely, ravishing, radish-eating, maybe, mm. Alicia Tobin. Hello, meow. Meow, hello. And our guest today is a rock superstar, <laughs> drummer for the band Japandroids, but also his own person, Dave Prouse. <laughs> Thank you. Dave, Thank you for acknowledging podcast. me as a person. Yeah, well, you know, you got other stuff going on. That's true. Yeah, but you're also going to start playing shows again. Too. That's true. So that's also exciting. I get to do the thing on the stage again. It's yeah, very soon. With all the all the moshing. Shirtless dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of shirtless dudes yeah. shouting. Yeah. Is that your fan base? Mainly shirtless men. How did yes. that happen? I think we just kind of have, but... uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's just high energy. Yeah. It's got a lot of woes. Do you have a place for people And I think men to... without shirts like to yell whoa, whoa. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, they just, they go hand in hand. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. You're about to dive back in. Yep. To the sweaty pit. Into the, into the pit. Getting back in the pit. <laughs> Friendly guys? Yeah, they're all friendly, yes. Yeah. I think well, sometimes actually, yeah. shirtless guys get a bad reputation. Well, there's a spectrum, I think. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe it's like a bunch of guys who don't normally take their shirts off very often. Yeah. Oh, but like they have dads. this one chance to like just let loose and they go for it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's a lot of tentative stage diving, like the people who get on stage and I don't think they stage dive or maybe they used to when they were younger and haven't in a while. So they're a little bit tentative, but they're like having a great time up there. You know? So they chicken out? No, but they just kind of do the like, the kind of like, like go it, and then they just like slow down for a second and kind of like take a couple baby steps and then slowly jump off. They're like, okay, remember, remember that I have a wife and children at home. That's right. And if I break my head open, this could really Big affect trouble. my kid's future. It's funny at your shows because I'm always like, yeah, I want to stand right up near Dave and see him. And then I'm like, I'm going to go up to the balcony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too many men. Yeah, There's just like a circle of pulsating men. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> uh, so you've told me a bit. You've worked in uh, customer service. Yeah. Sort of a... Yes, yeah. As a so server. It's, it's been a while now. But uh, yeah, back when uh, my band was playing to far fewer shirtless men uh, <laughs> i was working in uh, i worked in a series of restaurants uh and yeah restaurants are a weird world <laughs> you just meet a lot of characters working there and you meet a lot of colorful characters coming in <laughs> as customers so I, I worked at one i worked at one place that, that was really lovely uh for a really long time but i think like the one the source of much more colorful stories is a place i worked at maybe for only like a year or so Basically, it was, uh, it was run by a man, and uh, he he kind of uh, how do I explain this? He well, he was a he bad was, man. It, he was a bit of a bad man. Yeah, uh, he was like basically just things kind of started to reveal themselves that I was unaware of before I started working there. Classic. Um, yeah. So, like one of the first things I remember is um, you know, like you're serving tables and you make an order, like it'll print out on a computer, and then oh, did you, know, you have chip- squirrel? 
We did have squirrel. <sighs> oh, yeah. You just like it because it's called squirrel, right? Well, Jay's always wanted to have his own uh, version of squirrel, but apparently the software costs a lot of money. Like, it's the machine comes only with the squirrel yeah, software it's like on a, it. It's like a purpose-built squirrel yeah. computer. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, always wanted that. It's a weird thing. Just to, like, seat people in our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so you would take the order. Oh, yeah. So we take the order. Yeah. So what you do is you normally, like, you stab the... The chit or whatever you afterwards, <laughs> um, but at this so place, violent. so I like had a had an order and uh, and the order was wrong or something like that, and I just grabbed the piece of paper and all it says is like one pizza and you know one lasagna or whatever it said mm. on it, and I like grabbed the piece of paper and I threw it in the garbage, and one of the servers turned to me and was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just throwing the chit away. It's just a piece of paper, you know, just clearing it out." And they're like, "No, you have to put that on the stabber." I'm like. Why do you have to put it on the stabber? Because at the end of the night, all of the chits go into the pizza oven and they are burned. <laughs> and it was oh. revealed that he was in the midst of like divorce proceedings right. and was getting like sued for childcare support payments. And I, and I guess he was basically trying to hide how much was being What earned. a good dad. Great guy. Yeah. So it's yes. like I run a restaurant, but we get no orders yeah. all night. Well, that's the thing that I didn't we really keep understand. dropping Plus all these lasagnas, yeah. pizzas, yeah. And right into the garbage. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that was like one of the weird things. And then, like later, so then you know, so, so all the stuff was getting burned at the end of the night. And then, like, so then occasionally, you know, this is in the same oven that all the pizzas are being cooked. So every once in a while, a pizza would come out of the oven and it would have a staple in it. <gasps> From from, the from like burning receipts because it's metal and you know oh, the that's metal terrible. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! So you'd have to like <laughs> somehow try and explain to a customer why there's a staple in their pizza and how that possibly You're could like, mm, make any sense. Delicious, just yeah, like Mama used flavor. to make. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's nuts. So there's just like yeah. I guess you get a free pizza though, right? Uh staple pizza. Well, that actually. So, uh, that was another weird thing about this place. So, um, <laughs> you couldn't, so the restaurant I'd worked at before for a long time, they were really good about like, you know, if the customer complains, customer's always right. You know, if they send something back, you take it off, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This place refused to ever <gasps> refund anybody for anything Whoa! Wow. and would get like very confrontational about it. And like, so it put obviously the servers in a really awkward position because somebody would send something back and they'd be like, There's a staple you know, I don't in like it. this. There's a staple in it. <laughs> you know, what have you? And then you go back to the kitchen. They'd just be like, that's not my problem. Tell Whoa. the, you know, tell the customer they can eat around yeah, it. They can eat it or they, can't, they can eat you know, it, but they're paying eat for it, it. <laughs> or you're paying for it. Eat, yes. Like that. And then yeah. they would do that. Yes. Then you suck it, suck it, suck it. Yeah. I think Speaking I know who your boss was. <laughs> was he yeah. a pro wrestler? He was a professional wrestler <laughs> in Degeneration X. That's cool. Right. Now I know why you work there. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing when you like realize that you're working for horrible people. Yeah. Because you kind of, you're stuck there. Because I also couldn't just like quit and protest all of a sudden, you know, because I, I needed to you're young. eat what? and pay rent. Yeah. So you kind of just like peeled back the layers of The stinky awfulness. onion. 
Yeah, and it just got worse. <laughs> it says a lot about a person if they don't want to pay child support. Yeah, it's like you made and, that yeah. child. Doesn't pay, give somebody a free pizza if there's a staple in it. Yeah, and yeah, and I mean it's hard to I those mean, two I have, things right there. Yeah, those are the two things. I just when I'm yeah. meeting new people, I'm like, will you pay child support? Yeah, <laughs> will I get a free pizza? Deal you make a, yeah, yeah, total deal breaker. Yeah. Let's say you own an Italian restaurant. <laughs> mm-hmm. You serve someone a pizza with a staple in it. What do you do? Yeah. Go. And then you start timing them. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a first date for me. He uh, he also had spies. What? Yeah. Did I tell you? I can't remember if no, I told you about that before. You only told me about the receipts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't even know about the staples. Uh, I mean, it was a spy, but it's like the least subtle spy. It was this guy we called Super Mario because <laughs> he looked exactly <laughs> like Super Mario. He was like a very round man. Overall. Uh, you Overall. Know, uh, not overalls, but he had like a jacket and a hat and a giant, like the great big bushy black mustache. This sounds like glasses. a disguise that like, Jean Parmesan from Arrested yeah. Development. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. So when the owner, because the owner, you know, would cook, but he wouldn't be there every day. So the days that he wasn't in, or if he left a bit early, he would send Super Mario. <laughs> And to like just do like laps of the restaurant occasionally just That's to make sure everything was fine. So or weird. he'd like sit down and just have coffee, you know, and kind of just sit there and kind of survey the territory. But like he was definitely a spy. I mean, I can't really see what else he was there for besides just kind of checking in on us, making yeah. sure we didn't close up shop early or wow. I don't know what he was worried about us doing. But Did So he, he's, he was paranoid. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alicia, do you have a nightmare? Well, I don't have anything that compares with rest, like burning stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, no pyrotechnics involved. Well, I was going to tell this. I'll tell this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Take a deep breath. Uh, I almost got fired at the same store on Robson Street, BCBG Max's Rhea. I finally had worked long enough to get a vacation, which is just so impossible to do when you work in uh, retail. And I, where did I go? I think I went to Palm Springs with the guy that I was dating at the time and... I had exactly six days off and someone in the store had lost their key. So I had loaned them my key with the agreement that they would just give it back to me on my first shift back. Mm-hmm. And I like asked that I start the shift at 1 p.m. because it was daylight savings and I was getting off a plane and going to work the next morning. Mm. I get a, a message when I get back that I was starting at the nine o'clock shift. I have no key to open the store and the person is not returning my phone calls. Uh, so I got written up. Uh, and <laughs> almost fired for not opening the store on time. Wow, that yeah. sucks. That job was really bad. Like yeah. I was passing by my first apartment in Vancouver uh, today. I took a picture of it, and moving from Montreal to Vancouver was tough. And then going to work for this really like this company that wasn't a very good fit, but really needing a job because it's such an expensive city. Mm. Uh, and I stuck around for like a year and a half, but like, I had to go to therapy after that job. Yeah, it was it was intense. It sounds like the people who worked there were just evil. There's some really nice people, people I'm still friends with, like my friend Jaish, my friend Jade, my friend Tanya. Lifelong friendships, but most other people, like anyone in management, almost all across the board, yeah. garbage hats. Like the woman mm. who wore the sunglasses, sunglasses during my <laughs> when you were asking for a raise interview. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Power move. Yeah, yeah, that is a power move. Yeah. Inside. We were inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were at the beach. She's right. like, put so, on the put on more suntan and cream for me and I'll yeah. think about it. it think about your five thousand dollar raise. Um that's rough. Uh my retail nightmare is 
I was working at the video store one time. And this guy came in, not a regular customer. He was being super friendly, super chatty. It was sort of late at night. He was the only person in the store. And uh, then he just casually lets it slip like it's no thing that he's a super mega racist and <laughs> just sort of assumes, because we're both Caucasian, that I'm going to be like, yeah, buddy, high five. But I was like, what? And then he just elaborated on it more. He actually said the phrase, white is right. Oh, and I was wow. like, you guys. He's not holding a loaf of Wonder Bread. No. <laughs> you know, it's not about that. Also, Wonder Bread, what the hell is going on there? It's like eating a sponge. It's fun. <sighs> yeah, but it's not, it's not bread. Anyway, um, yeah, I just couldn't believe that that was a thing that a man thought was cool to say to a stranger. So I just made him leave the store. But in that situation, it's like, what do you do? Can I can I call the police? That's a hard thing to do because, well, once again, you're a woman. Uh, yeah. It's a man. Alone at night in a store. You don't know if this guy's nuts. Yeah. If he's, yeah. So, well, he is nuts, but like in a specific way. You don't know if he's going to get violent or whatnot. When you asked him to leave, was it like a... a- tense situation or was he okay about uh, he was like i get it i get it and i was like okay <laughs> when good he left, did he have like a swastika tattooed on the back of his no that's head? the scary thing is he just looked like anyone's dad he looked like you know sort of a normal average guy except mm. that this guy was filled with the uh, illogical hate yeah um yeah <laughs> this is a dark one and he loved his indie and art films I that don't have people of color in them yeah. i was like yeah why did he come here we have a huge foreign section yeah uh, anyway i hope this guy uh, learns to not have so much hate in him one day wherever he is garbage human it, it's funny because it does remind me of uh like one of the biggest problems i always had with working in the service industry is like Okay, yeah, that guy is a horrible racist person. So there's an obvious line drawn where you're like, this is unacceptable. You have to leave. But, you but know, the when subtle you're, things when you're like, you still have to be nice. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're working for tips, like you have to put up with people just being like pretty abusive, you know, but it's like it's that fine line where they haven't like, I guess they haven't crossed a line into being like a total out and out asshole. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you have this weird kind of tug of war where like you have to play along up to a certain point. Yeah. Because you're, you're dying is inside. On it. Yeah. <laughs> you go in the back and you just, just uh, cry. weep. Yeah. yeah. That's a really strange dynamic because technically speaking, you both hold a, like you hold a lot of power except for you could lose your job mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they just may not get their sandwich or yeah, whatever it their is. Their staple pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one of the major problems with the service industry is that people can't be themselves and be act independently because of that mm-hmm. tipping yeah. scenario and of course you've heard like there's these restaurants where you don't tip and the employees get paid twenty dollars an hour and mm-hmm. it eliminates that dynamic i guess except for i think people will be gross wherever they yeah. are <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's a we- i mean it's a really weird aspect i don't think you see in people very often until you're in that position where like some people just think because they're a customer they just like have total license to just be disrespectful yeah and yeah treat people like they're like slightly less than human yeah the weird thing too is like the really what you're paying for is the food yeah Mm -hmm. not really like plain service like even if it's an expensive restaurant i don't want like someone to be your best friend my best friend no if they're friendly if they're just being themselves is that that but i don't need i just want a meal that's cooked properly 
And even if they doesn't cook properly, I'm still going to tip 20% because I understand like it would take me so much not to give a proper tip. So much. A staple, maybe. Maybe a staple. I still (laughs) wouldn't not tip the server. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's not not your fault. fault. Yeah. 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 It's rough. Yeah. People want a lot for things that have nothing to do with the end product. Yeah. You're just walking something over. You're clean. (laughs) <laughs> you're not bleeding like that one waiter i had once <laughs> oh wow that's a retail nightmare never told that story before save it all right <laughs> save it save it <laughs> to be continued <laughs> so you've worked you worked as a server yeah um do you have any other ne- nightmares for us well I, yeah i mean i guess uh super specific ones um well okay so before i worked at that italian place i worked um i worked i, I don't mind uh, naming names for this one because I love this place. I worked at the Fish House in Stanley Park. Oh yeah, uh, and and I I met a, a ton of my best friends there. Um, and, and then they were all eaten. Yes, <laughs> your best Mr. Friends. Lobster, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Quab, <laughs> Twout, <laughs> my best friend, <laughs> my best friend, Twout. <laughs> Uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, sorry, um, sorry. Yeah, so I, I, I worked there for a super long time. Like I started off as a bus boy and then worked up to bartending and then, and then serving. But when I was bartending, the ongoing nightmare for me was when you're there, they have like an oyster bar and the oyster bar is like technically part of the bartending area. So okay. if you're bartending, you also have to shuck all the oysters. Oh, and the worst thing was they do these like giant, uh, you know, events because it's like a huge restaurant, right? So they have these weddings. And I just remember sometimes I'd be on like oyster shucking duty and it'd just be like a giant mound of oysters that you had to keep replenishing. And everybody at this wedding is like, ooh, oysters, don't mind if I do. <laughs> so you just had to like shuck like like literally 500 oysters. Just like That's all so hard. like, like – for, yeah, and it's. I couldn't I don't even know, shuck like, one without putting that thing right through my hand. It, yeah. yeah, and it's so like, dangerous. Yeah, it's like kind of a fun thing to do. Like if you're gonna shuck like one to yeah. six oysters, yeah. but like <laughs> after a while, it's like the most frustrating thing to do, and you're stabbing yourself in the hand half the time, and yeah, just swearing under your breath, trying not to like be disruptful at this. Uh, wow. You know, people are getting married. It's a lovely occasion, and yeah. I'm swearing in the corner, shocking <laughs> oysters, bleeding and onto cursing. your bra shellfish. Something that and happens at weddings bled, that bothers me is that there's like often like these really beautiful things that we don't normally eat. Oysters, for example, are really beautiful scotch, and people overdo it. Oh yeah, like you shouldn't probably or have more than together. like twelve oysters in your body no. at once. Like there's mm. a lot. Like that's a lot. You're yeah. gonna have. Some weird, <laughs> some weird poo. Weird yeah. times. Yeah. At weddings, I have a rule that I don't control myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll drink as much white, like fancy white wine as I like, even though I'll be hungover nice. for a week. But I think also I wouldn't eat like 30 oysters. No. Yeah. I it's watch f- oyster shucking competitions and it's like this very like sexy thing. There's always like some guy that looks like a Viking. Uh, He's doing it with oysters. his penis. He's doing it with his giant penis. Wow. Uh, it's crazy. I never he tried just, that. He just I gently taps yeah. the top of it and the oyster <laughs> and just wow. pops open yeah. and goes, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, you got to get an attachment. It's like a Prince Albert <laughs> with a shovel on the end. <laughs> Very, it's a very sleek look. Wow, <laughs> you should try it. Any job where you might hurt yourself is kind of the worst. Like I used to, I was saying to somebody at the, one of my jobs, I used to lift really heavy furniture and cement pots and huge trees, and every once in a while, I'd hurt myself, <laughs> and people didn't care. 
Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, can you help me put this thing in my car? And by help, I mean put this whole thing yeah. in my car <laughs> while I text. And you're like, sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. People be cool. People be really cool. <laughs> okay, so you have one more retail yeah. nightmare. Yeah. This uh, And this one is like... This is almost like a, a retail puppo almost. Because oh. I, I found this guy was really, really endearing. It's an Italian restaurant, lots of Italian people coming in, and lots of regulars. And one of the regulars was this like older Italian man. And he like really took a shine to me. <laughs> and he would always like wave me over. And every time he saw me, he's always, he'd like tell me that I looked really great. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, like I basically just wear like all black. So I'd have like a black button up shirt or a black t shirt on black jeans or whatever but he was always like i want to buy you a jacket <laughs> whoa a white jacket <laughs> whoa. and like for some reason he was fixated on like how like i would look like way more professional if i was serving in like a white Holy and, shit. I, and i don't know if it was like a suit jacket or what but he just he just would call, call me over and every time like at some point <laughs> in the meal he would just be like you really need a white jacket i need to get you a white jacket Funny. i want to buy you a jacket <laughs> Yeah. But the jacket never materialized. No, he never brought a jacket in. I think it's he would forget about it and then see me again and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to get this guy a jacket next time. I, I'm i just like picturing it as like a white tuxedo jacket and you look like someone from like the Rat Pack or something. I guess. Yeah, I think that's maybe the look he wanted me to go for. I think there's a lot of closeted older men. Yeah. <laughs> and want I'm realizing through the podcast that... They take a shine too. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. And, this seems more like paternal that, almost. But one hundred percent, it's wrong of me to assume that. Mm. Um, it could be very much like both things are innocent in their own way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But of course, like as servers are usually pretty good looking. So he was also probably saying, like, I think you're really good looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was flattering. <laughs> That's what the like. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying that now. Yeah. When I think someone's, I want to buy you a jacket, a white jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Jay has a white jacket. I oh, bought can him I borrow a white it? jacket? Sure. Uh, <laughs> and just no. hand it out to people. You, can you just wear this while you serve? And then like, no, forget it. <laughs> Put, <laughs> it, it yeah. Put, Put it on. Put it on back in a protective. <laughs> bring me marinara sauce. Yeah. Oh, loose yeah. in your hands. A white jacket in a Italian terrible. restaurant. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't seem like it would work very well. Yeah. Maybe he was saying something deeper. Know. Like, I want you to have the kind of life oh, that's where you nice. can wear a white jacket. Oh, oh. that's sweet. <laughs> and keep reaching for that rainbow. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's do worst present ever right. from a family member. Music plays. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. Dave, as our guest, do you want to lead the charge? Sure. Yeah, so my mom likes puns a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Ever since I was a kid, we used to go to this uh, place called Glacier National Park in northern Montana. And there's a gift shop there, and they have all these, like, animal pun clothes. And uh, the one one gift I really remember, she bought me a bunch of different pun (laughs) clothes. But the one I remember the most is uh, I had these pajama pants, uh, and they had bears all over them. And then it said, barely tame. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) And and I wore them all the time. And I, I have this like really distinct memory of this one time when I was on a field school abroad in university and a bunch of girls had gone out to a bar and had come home very, very drunk. And, uh, and uh, I was like one of the only men around and I was like called up to kind of 
chaperone chaperone yeah <laughs> and uh, and kind of cajole the girls and get make sure they got back to their rooms you know and stuff like that and i just remember this uh one woman um or girl i guess at the time charlene she saw my pajama pants like i just got out of bed <laughs> and i just remember she was you know kind of staggering around in, in pretty rough shape and she just kept on being like barely tame <laughs> i wonder if you're barely tame <laughs> And it was like she kind of had like. I'd like a, to buy it, you a white jacket. And, she, and then she offered to buy me a white jacket, and that was that. Start taking yeah. measurements. I've yeah. heard that story, but from Adrienne Labelle because she was on the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Former she was, guest. Yeah, she was also a, a chaperone. Yeah, she hadn't gone out with all those girls either. <laughs> she told me that story in Vegas when we were talking about getting like messy drunk and people slipping things in drinks. Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. So the, yeah, the more R-rated version of that story was that those girls had been like dosed, dosed yeah, yeah oh. on like uh, uh, in a town on the Burmese Thai border. Very scary, but lots of stories. But everything yeah. worked out okay. But everything worked out okay. Yeah. And the the worst thing that happened was that <laughs> you got a woman like very awkwardly hit on me. Yeah. So. I hope she did not remember it at all the next day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> barely I, <yeah>. tame. <laughs> barely tame. I really like your guess. pants. <laughs> you should tell your mom that story. Yeah. Hey, mom! They were hit. <laughs> they were hit years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alicia, do you have one? Um, I don't have one, but I do have a lot of great submissions from Twitter. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Oh. So we got one from famous Canadian comedian, Brent Butt. He got two <laughs> nose hair trimmers. Wow. <laughs> one for each nose. So one Christmas, I got nose hair trimmers from two different family members. <laughs> Talk about a strong hint there. That's rough. Nope. Oh. He's turned into an incredibly successful man. I'm sure he has beautiful, clean nostrils. Or beautiful nostril hair. But it's really <laughs> like our past guest, uh, Erica Sigurdsson, was in the market for one of these. And they yeah. know each other. So I feel like oh, they should. You should make mm. that happen. Um, <laughs> all right. This one I don't quite un- understand. It's from Natalie. Um, a portable DVD player and the promotional DVD for the Invisible Children charity. <laughs> complete with a plastic barbed wire bracelet. What? Mm. <laughs> That's that's pretty crazy. That's a lot of weird portable DVD players. That's something that uh, we'll all laugh at, right? Yeah, <laughs> in I, ten years or so. Yeah, there's so much technology. Like I don't even know what to buy next. I was looking. I need a sound system for my apartment. I'll be starting from scratch. My laptop's dying. Oh no, it's fine. It's really old. But I was like, well, what if I buy this thing and the next year no one? And yeah, I so confused. Oh no. <laughs> so just, this just man named Greg, this is one I think is going to be kind of controversial. Um, two Christmases ago, my dad gave my wife and I each an assorted box of candy bars and not Reese's and then hashtagged it worst present. But I don't know. I can't get on board. I don't care. It's huh. candy. Yeah. Honestly, candy. Even, it's like beer. Even if you've got crappy stuff, keep it for... It'll do. Yeah, yeah. But it's like keep it for the end of the night when you're like, yeah, junk food. I love junk food. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of of candy for for my 30th birthday including um okay i'm just gonna show it to you, you keep going. sure so okay. mike uh, ingram from twitter when i was in sixth grade my grandparents bought me an off-brand hypocolor do you guys remember remember hypercolor yeah. t-shirts yeah that didn't actually change colors <laughs> so it was just a weird looking t-shirt with handprints on it 
wore it once. All my classmates made fun of me. Oh, hypercolor is weird though. It's so stupid because you just hypercolored your armpits. Yeah, and if it was long enough, your crotch. Wow. <laughs> you tucked it in. Okay, this is the weird thing that I got, and it's it looks like a. This is not a worst present. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from my friend Corey Ratch. It's called a baby flash pop, and it says tangy candy bits, and it looks like nerds in a little baby bottle and then you lift up the cover on the top of the nipple and it uh (laughs) flashes there's an led light in there and i can't imagine having this anywhere except a rave it would be a hit at a rave (laughs) yeah Yeah. so uh you'd be the bell of the ball so maybe i could hook up with uh, our last guest yeah (laughs) former boss who was a famous rave promoter apparently (laughs) oh wow well in his own mind (laughs) yeah it's weird that um I worked at two raves when I was a kid, and the people that put raves together were generally really terrible people, but they were considered so cool at the time through the lens of being like an 18-year-old or 19-year-old. But when Mm. you see those people kind of get over into their own age range, you're like, oh, you're not a successful human. You're You're like a bad dude. Bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Never been to a rave, so... Got no frame of reference. What about you? get really high. I have been to one rave. Yeah? Yep. You're one and done? (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, uh, yeah the first time I think I ever did ecstasy. Back oh. when it was called ecstasy. Yeah. Remember ecstasy? What's it called now? Isn't, don't people just call it MDMA? Yeah. It's basically the same. Because oh, okay. I think MDMA is the main thing yeah. in ecstasy. What's Molly? Molly is MDMA. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've heard Molly a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Who's I she? was really confused because I thought Molly was heroin. Mm. No. No, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's horse. Like, you passed up on all kinds of MDMA. <laughs> thinking it was you. Yeah. I'm you too scared it. to do drugs. Like all that. drugs are scary now because they all have fentanyl. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're all scary. I mean, they've always been scary, but I was just dumber <laughs> at a certain point in my life. I yeah, think. <laughs> that's kind of youth in a nutshell, though. I think. Yeah. yeah, it's doing all kinds of stupid things, flirting and, with danger. Yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, hopefully surviving, and hopefully surviving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that brings us to Puppo of the Week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dave, who's your puppo? So my puppo is because uh, it doesn't have to be an animal, right? No, okay, yeah. Does not. Okay, so my my puppo is my garden. Oh, oh nice. nice! Yeah, I like uh, L- Louise and I. Uh, who Louise? Who you'll be talking with later? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we moved from an apartment to like the main floor of a house, so now we have like a whole yard. Nice. And uh, I got very very into gardening, and uh, specifically. I I planted all these sunflowers in one corner of the yard and they are gigantic and I am so proud of them. Awesome. And uh, our spot is kind of like, it's in this like traffic calmed kind of corner lot. So there's tons of people walking by and I've all of a sudden become like a old man <laughs> who just takes so much pride in his garden and chats with the local oh, neighbors about so my uh, sunflowers. Yeah, so I've become like 70 years old. <laughs> Over the course of a summer, I have doubled in age. Yeah. People who plant gardens, like flower gardens, have I don't think you realize just how how beautiful it makes the city. Like people that tend those gardens in the center of streets yeah. and just the color that it adds to the city. It's so lovely. It makes mm-hmm. my day. Yeah. Yeah. And to be, make something Great. grow like I'm proud of my little house plants that are really like doing well. And I get home and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to add another one because I started out with just a test run of like three plants. I'm like, if I can keep these guys alive, mm-hmm. I can do this. 
But yeah, that's you should be proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. It's cool and, to be 70. Yeah, yeah it's okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I saw a photo of these uh, nine foot tall sunflower and they're amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. It's, thank you. I didn't realize those were actually yours because I just saw a photo, I think, on Louise's Instagram. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah, those are. Yeah, yeah. And I thought you were just posing with them. But no, that's, those are yeah. ours. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did well, you know they were going to be that big? No, they just like, they just kept getting bigger and bigger. Like, and they're, yeah, they're so like, the, at this point, they're so tall that like we had to like set up kind of a contraption to make sure they didn't lean over because mm-hmm. they're also these sunflowers that have like multiple heads on them. It's oh, wow. Falling. Cool. Uh, so, but yeah, they're like so big that they're like falling over under their own weight. Will they come back That's next awesome. year or will you have to plant them again? I think I'll have to plant them again, but I don't well, really know. Can you harvest they, yeah, the seeds? They have so many seeds. I think, yeah, I've been. Mean, I, I assume so. Yeah. yeah, I will. <laughs> That's a great papo. Alicia, who's your papo? My papo is two papos at once. I um, want to make water kefir because, you know, I like a fermented beverage. <laughs> and uh, all the stores were out of grains, but my friend Chris had just bought some kefir grains from a woman in the West End. So I walked to her place today. It was a 10-kilometer walk from my house and bought some kefir water grains. And I thought they were going to be... <laughs> Like little grains, like of salt or something similar, dried like a seed. Mm-hmm. But it's it, they're jellies, and the way that the woman spoke about them was if they ha- have individual personalities, which was so sweet. And she was so informed and so into fermented food. So they're both my papos. I now have these new papos that are alive, and <laughs> apparently this year they're not really into certain types of sugar. So to use different sugars with them, because mm. uh, depending on the season and the climate, they have different appetites. That's weird. I'm becoming a weirder person. And what does it look like? It looks like piss in a bag. <laughs> and it's now in Jessica's fridge staying cold. I love it. <laughs> I was so afraid that the bag would break in my purse. And it's just like $25 worth of jelly piss, which is... <laughs> it's bright yellow. Out. Yeah. Well, they're fermenting right now. They're up to no good. That's pretty cool, actually. Oh. Yeah. I'm excited. I love thinking about bacteria as like having a personality and being alive. Well, a lot of people do see it that way now. And Mm -hmm. they think that bacteria like this is affecting people's serotonin and depression levels and all these other things. So, and they have been able to treat like successfully treat people with like long-term depression by switching up their gut bacteria. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, Because all of our things, most of the things that we do, including stress are just constantly killing healthy bacteria. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. So, you know, that I see the world sort of through that lens, like I bet there's something we can do nutritionally to kind of help out. It's cool. It's, it mm. blows my mind that like your brain and stress can ruin your stomach, which is. But you know that mm-hmm. when you're stressed, your stomach hurts. Right? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I've, I am proof that or that you is you get true. like diarrhea or you don't go to the bathroom. Or, <laughs> I mean, or all of on, the above. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a combination. <laughs> okay. Well, my papa is not quite as exciting as bacteria, but, uh, <laughs> On my birthday, I went to the Rifle Bird Sanctuary, oh. which I'd never been to. Never heard of. It's amazing. It's out in uh, Delta. Uh, it's it's this drive where it, it really felt like I wasn't in the Lower Mainland. It felt like I was in another province or state. And it's this little two-lane road. It's very windy. There's this bridge you go over to get there mm-hmm. where you uh, – it's like a – courtesy bridge where if there's someone coming the other way you can't enter it because it's so narrow so there's all these big trucks coming and we're like well how do we get to birds uh but we got there it was amazing i fed so many birds 
right out of my hand. Wow. I didn't know that uh, geese and ducks would eat out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, and the way they eat is like a little suction almost. It's like yeah. a little vacuum tube, like sucking up all the seeds. It's nuts. And they swarm you too. They it's do. Right by the entrance. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, and then I didn't know. Like if that was appropriate, like is it okay if I just feed all of them right out of my hand? Uh, and I didn't know like which birds were aggressive and which weren't, but none of them are there that yeah. I account- encountered. Uh, but my real puppo is this red-winged blackbird that just jumped into my hand. I was up on the 30-foot like viewing platform at, oh, the, at yeah. the very end of it, and you can see all the Gulf Islands and Vancouver oh, wow. Island, and it's really cool. Uh and all of a sudden, all these birds showed up because I guess they wait and they're all male. They're all, they look like the old um, Canucks logo, like the the red and orange skate on yeah. the black because they're black and then just have little red and orange on their wings. And I was, so I had a tiny bit of seed left and I was offering it to them. And there was this one that was very polite and kept just putting one little claw up on my finger uh, just to sort of uh, balance himself. And then at one point he jumped up on my entire hand and I I was like, holy shit, there's a bird standing on me. Um, So my goal for the time I was 30 was to become friends with a crow. That didn't happen. But this little blackbird was pretty fucking cute. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a step up, right? Really. Yeah. yeah, really. Well, I'm I'm like you have become friends with a lot of the fauna <laughs> yeah. available to this us. This is true in Vancouver, yeah. including saving a squirrel. I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like becoming friends with a wild animal creates an imbalance. Oh, totally. But it's one I want to create so yeah, badly. It's like, we, we shouldn't be doing this, but also we shouldn't even be here in their habitat. So it's like, it's a gray area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to g- keep them not... Uh, that makes no sense. I just want to make sure they stay alive. Yeah. I was going to say, I want to keep them not dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that is it. Um, <laughs> Dave... You have some upcoming shows. Do you want to plug those? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be uh, touring all over the world starting in October. Uh, we're playing four shows at the Cobalt. Whoa. October 5, 6, 7, and 8. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not going to be here because I'm going to be on tour. Oh, yeah. But I would go if I I'm was. I'm going to go and take my shirt off, but then put on another shirt really quickly. <laughs> okay. And just go home. Sounds good. Just it's change perfect. clothes. I mean, like, that's always just wearing a skin color bathing suit underneath anyway, so. everything yeah. anyways. You can do it really quickly and just get it over with. And it's the same thing. You don't have to do it for an hour. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia, what do you have? Oh, what's it? Uh, <laughs> Jessica and I are going to do a traditional improvisation uh, game where she guesses the next thing that I'm going to say uh, to do some promotions because we've got some things happening. So you can vote for us at Canadian Comedy Awards for Best Audio Program Retail Nightmares. <laughs> also, there is a thing that... Uh, <laughs> person oh there's a video <laughs> yeah. there's a music video promotional music video and uh tour date screening announcement <laughs> this is weird <laughs> jessica and jay uh and some friends made the funniest 
tour date promotion video. Is that what you guys would call it? It's a music video and also tour tour announcement. It's so funny. And it features prominently past guest Graham Clark uh, doing a completely choreographed, self-choreographed dance to Beautiful. one of Jay's best songs on the album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are in it and past guest. Adrian LaBelle. So funny. So <laughs> you guys better vote for us. And also watch this video. It made me laugh so hard. And thanks again for listening. You guys are all tiny, beautiful dolls. And mm-hmm. that I kiss goodnight every mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I love you. Uh, thank you so much for Great being guys. our guest. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Good fun. luck on tour. Thank you. You as well. We can compare notes afterwards. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Namaste. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.